This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And me, I'm Tim. How are you doing Don't this Don't clear week? your I, throat well, while I'm trying to say my name. You know name. what? I, clear, <laughs> I cleared my throat because in my headphones I sound like I'm like, I should clear my throat, but I don't feel like I should. Well then, yeah, I, it's a you did it issue. to undermine me, Maybe and everybody to... knows it. It's very clear. <laughs> oh, guess what? Nobody will know what his name is. Oh! Like, every, every goddamn week, Tom. Yeah, you know what? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And start uh, sniffing pepper right before you say your name. So I go, huh? Huh? Ah, and then nobody will know who you are. Yeah. You'll be well, the... you, joke's on you. I'll do that thing they used to do on sitcoms where I just put uh, my straight finger underneath your nose. Man. And that does work. Does it? It does. And if somebody- Even if you got if, a little tickle in your if nose? If somebody did that to me, oh, God, I'd-, I'd Murder him. I'd try so hard to sneeze the snottiest sneeze out of my nose. Yeah, just a uh, no mouth, just a whole nose sneeze. Yeah, I used to do that uh, to to my girlfriend when I knew that she was gonna uh, sneeze mm-hmm. uh, as a bit because I did it on Full House a couple times. I was uh-huh. like, she likes Full House jokes, <laughs> um, and it nothing made a human being angrier than when yeah. I did that. She's just like, get the Fuck away from yeah, me. I don't know why I'm cursing so don't, much. Don't touch somebody's face when they're about to sneeze. Leave everybody, give somebody a wide berth here's, when they're about here's, to sneeze. Here's a rule. Uh-huh. Don't touch somebody's face, period. Yeah. Ever. Even your girlfriend. There's, don't touch there's, her face. There's never a situation, unless it's like a- A tender moment. Yeah, it's like a, a rainstorm and you're having a passionate kiss yeah. in the rain. Then it's and one fine. Of you is you hanging can upside use one down. hand to touch their face. To yeah. take the mask off. Exactly. It's the only time it's appropriate. Yeah. I don't think I've ever taken a mask off to kiss someone, which I'm a little surprised about. I don't think I've ever worn a mask. I mean, I've kissed a few people through a mask, but never uh, take it off. Yeah. Secret identity is important nowadays, Tim. Anyway. It actually is, Tom. (laughs) But you're talking about like online, not jumping from rooftops. There was a time where, uh, where I was like, oh, no. Uh, you know, about six to seven months ago when I was like, oh, things are going to get hairy where like, uh, you know, like, uh, I might have to, the opinions that I have, I might Mm -hmm. have to, uh, you know, straight fascism, (laughs) uh, I might have to just, uh, uh, like keep a low profile. Your, your opinions, which are fascist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Because all these, uh, look, I'm going down. The road. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I don't, Where are you going? I don't understand what the joke is here. <laughs> I was scared that uh-huh. uh, some bullies were going to beat me up, and I was like, do I have to just, uh, you know, hide from everybody? But no, I live By my wearing life wearing a mask. Yeah, 
<laughs> like when you walk down the street. The going mask to work. of the red death. Okay. I'm getting emails. How was your week, Tom? How are you doing? Good. I mean, maybe you can save the emails for after the show. I just want to make sure that uh, everything, nobody's after me. <laughs> I, there was a period of time I think I got like uh, unnaturally paranoid. Uh, that subsided. Great. That's great to hear. Tim. Well, I'm thinking of going like, I haven't told you this, Tom, but uh-huh. I might just like... You might not hear from me for a while. Well, uh, well, you didn't bring this up last week when we were talking about how to disappear. Yeah, I know. I learned a lot from you last week about how to disappear. Uh-huh. I learned a lot more about Whitey Bulger, how he like kind of disappeared, but it wasn't really relevant. I mean, he disappeared. Uh, he just wasn't super careful. <laughs> yeah. But even then, he was able to stay disappeared for almost 20 years. Yeah, but I'm thinking of just being like, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to leave it all behind. I mean, it's easy to disappear if nobody's looking for you, too, Tim. You can just move away. Maybe you should. Cuts right to my core, Tom. How you doing this week? Uh, I'm good, except I had a bad thing happen today. Not really, but also kind of very re- really. Uh, I ran out of data on my phone. Oh, I, at first I was like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I went to the doctor and he yeah. said, you're out of data. <laughs> Um, I ran out of data. I've never run out of data on my phone before. All right. Two questions. Yes. Number one, mm-hmm. how many days into the month are you on your phone plan? Well, that's that's the, the one saving grace. I, I'm only five days away from uh, uh, the new month kicking in. Okay. Number two, mm-hmm. how much data is your plan? That's a very personal question. Uh, My data is three gigabytes a month. That's not enough data for a data hog like you. But you are a man Mm -hmm. who's always on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm basically a shut-in. I went to a a motion picture with you, a motion picture house last night. Yeah. And uh, we were on our phones, and you're like, I'm on the Wi-Fi network here. Well, that was because I I couldn't get a signal. In the, the the Faraday cage that was that movie theater. Yeah, that's so a bunch of boneheads don't ruin a movie by texting the whole time. Well, I can just, I don't text during a movie. It's fine. Yeah, but others do. I even put my uh, my Apple Watch in theater mode as a, as a true sign of respect nice. for the auteur. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Please put yourself on silent and your watches on theater mode. No, it's I, I, the inevitable. I rarely, uh, I don't connect to Wi-Fi a lot, Tim, because that's how they get you. A, and B, uh, Who? them. Okay. Uh, Noted. <laughs> and B, uh, my my cell signals super fast in the city everywhere. Like a lot of times, if I connect to a Wi-Fi signal, I'm taking a, a dip, taking a downgrade. Ah. I'm purposely avoiding Wi-Fi signals. I put signals. my hand upon your hip when I dip, you dip our my data, data plan dips. dips. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is, uh, uh, a ve- and like, you know, of course, it's one of these things where like my phone still works and everything, but uh, it's very slow. They've throttled me. They've throttled me to hell. Yeah, I, I used to get uh, screwed Throttle. with the throttling oh, yeah, when yeah. I was on an uh, unlimited plan. Well, you were always driving and listening to uh, uh, pornography, if I'm not mistaken. Erotic entertainment, yeah. It was just the audio from porn videos, yeah. 
erotic you would keep entertainment. The, you would keep the screen off, but you would still stream the entire video. If I could, uh, I've said it a million times, if I could figure out a way to keep that screen on, I would have. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's not good with technology, I guess. I'm sorry. So what would happen when you would run out of data? How would you deal? Uh, I'd call up uh, AT and T and scream. Yeah, like oh, I think I do remember this. Yeah, now, we were actually. roommates yeah. at the time. I'd call like three days out of the month, every month. <laughs> yeah, you're always on the phone with AT and T. Yeah, I don't know why. I, just I know, but I'm driving and I want to listen to my songs. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. this is the most boring conversation in the world. Or the way the way, the place I was just about to take it was about. Uh, how I'm about to change to a different plan because I no longer need unlimited data. Wow. And I yeah. call it data because mm-hmm. I'm a little higher class than you. <laughs> uh, why do you no longer need it? Because you're not driving around. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're still on around. like some grandfathered plan, right? Yeah. and it's, You're still it's, on your grandfather's plan. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather built this plan with his, with his bare hands. <laughs> and, and you inherited it. Exactly. What am I going to do? But like, it's, it's passed just, down like an heirloom. Yeah, but now I'm just like, get out of here, old man. I don't need you. Yeah. Well, why Why would you need to get, could you get a cheaper plan if you got rid of it? Get a cheaper plan, and here's the boring thing. Then I can get uh, $20 a month off uh, DirecTV Now subscription. Oh, God, what a, what a yeah. snooze fest, this mm-hmm. entire conversation. I mean, I know you're saying this now, uh-huh. but as soon as we're done recording, you're going to be, be like, like well, have you right, really so crunched me, uh, the numbers yeah, here? <laughs> Um, that should be your job, man. This a, is a business that Tom Reynolds, <laughs> Reynolds, like a, a, a technology, everyday consulting. technology consulting. Uh-huh. And you just like, you're like, uh, right now there's a deal running at this. So if you sign up for this, yeah. you know, if you sign up for T-Mobile, mm-hmm. you get 20% off uh, this, which you don't kinda, think applies to Hulu, yeah. but Hulu for a brief period was yeah. invested in by 20th Century Fox, so mm-hmm. you can uh, use the... Yeah. I do that for uh, people on a uh, pro bono basis a lot. Like yeah. I'll send people things where I'm just like, you know what, I remember we had a conversation six months ago where you were interested in this. You are so... like. Oftentimes you'll be like, I remember you. It's wanted- all I can remember about people. I don't remember their names or their faces, but I remember you know what technology they were thinking about you, buying. Yeah, even like you'd be like, uh, oh, I know you were talking about uh, buying one of those new iPads. This happened recently, uh-huh. and, and I was just like, oh, I was, but I forgot they even existed. We uh-huh. had that conversation like nine weeks ago and then you're just like just letting you know that best buy has a 25 percent off all uh yeah. ipads you have to sign up for this thing but here's how you get out of signing up for that thing mm-hmm. all right have a good day yeah and then you just left you showed up at my door yeah well i mean you know i don't like to hang out with the outside of the show no it's just fair. like to pass along deals but so now they've throttled me down to like uh the most like I almost wish they had turned it off because now it's like at a speed where it's 128 kilobits per second. KBPS. Uh, yes. Uh, KB slash S. I don't know if it's kilobits or kilobytes. I don't want to get letters. You know, I put put the pen down. Don't send me a letter. But it's slow enough that like we get I so many handwritten <laughs> complaint letters about uh, the... about the difference between kilobytes and kilobits. Yes. Uh, but I, it's, it's 
fast enough that I still get like notifications, but then slow enough that uh, I can't open it and look at that notification, right. which is kind of worse. So it's uh, it's a real bad deal. I Would mean, you think less of me? Would mm-hmm. you think I was trying to be a hipster? Oh, and I can't. Let me just say, I can't uh, uh, upgrade it. Like, I upgraded today, and they were like, great, this will take effect in five days. Uh, I'm like, oh, come on. There's nothing there's you can no do. There's no way for me. Because even in the past, I've had it where I'm like- Have you I, been, like, just staying at home on Wi-Fi? No. Uh, and I don't even know why. Like, honestly, at, you know, at home, I have Wi-Fi. At my uh, workspace, I have Wi-Fi. The subway, I have Wi-Fi. I don't even know where the hell I used all this you data. You have Wi-Fi on the subway? Yeah. There's Wi-Fi in the subway stations. No, that's not Wi-Fi. That's, uh, that's... There's Wi-Fi, too. Really? Yeah. You connect to that? Do you not read any of the signs? No, I don't read the signs. Yeah, the signs, they say. Why can... wouldn't I just use my uh, data and not give all my information to the de Blasio administration? You don't have to give all your information to them. You just have to connect to it. All right, let me ask you this, Tom. Uh-huh. Uh, cause... I mean, it is how they get you. All right, Tom, this week mm-hmm. we are doing uh, uh, a deep dive into uh, one of our favorite auteurs. Mm-hmm. Or one of your favorite guys, right? Um, He's... He's a director. <laughs> yes. He's a writer. You know who he is because you already saw the title of the episode. Tom, I, I take nothing for granted. <laughs> uh, dear listener... You didn't have to read the, the title Maybe of the episode. Maybe you tried to avoid spoilers. Come as you are, it's what I say. Thomas is like, oh, you have to do the requisite reading before you listen to the podcast. That uh, Come as you are, that's, uh, I know it's a Nirvana song, but it's like a, like a Sandals Resorts uh, new uh, slogan or something. Hmm. Or, They're going to Applebee's, something that. like that. Yeah. Applebee's, you shouldn't be allowed to come as you are. I think you are. <laughs> What? I think you are allowed. Well, you, yeah, like uh, a lot of people like... Applebee's doesn't like, turn many people no away. No shirts. Yeah. They they still have the no shirt, no shoes. Uh, My local grocery store recently put up a no shirt, uh, no, 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 no shirt sign. Wait, no, no shirt? You have to not wear a shirt? Is no, it you have to grocer? wear a shirt. It's no, no shirts. No, no shirts. Oh. If there was a sign that said no shirts, then well, it would it be says like, no, what kind no of place shirts, is No shirts, no shoes, no service. Yeah. It's a... It's a this, it's, but this, they're fine. They're not saying that they don't yeah. have service and you can't wear shoes <laughs> and you can't wear a shirt. No, they're but saying they, is if either of these first things are uh-huh. true, then the last one's going to be true, buddy. So get, hit the bricks. Well, what I'm trying to tell you is that the grocery store is fine if you don't wear shoes still. So that's why they had uh, they, they can't do the whole uh, you know line. Yeah. So just no shirt, no, no, no service, no no shirt, no shirt. Uh, go screw. Yeah. Well, that would be say. rude. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw a, a child on mm-hmm. the subway with no shirt the other day. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? Well, he didn't even have a shirt. Like. It was like probably like an eleven or twelve year old. It wasn't uh-huh. the little, little stinker I saw last week with the <laughs> Right. It was just like this kid and uh you know, he had uh he had like a cell phone and mm-hmm. like uh a hat <laughs> and he looked he looked pretty uh wealthy, mm-hmm. if I if I do say so myself. Yeah. Uh but like he certainly didn't have a shirt on his person. It's like he just left the house 
Maybe somebody ripped it off him. That's true. Yeah. Well, then I feel bad. <laughs> he was the victim of a shirt jacking. Maybe and here you should I am, have given, uh, it, given him yours. The shirt off my back, Tom? Yeah. Now, then how am I going to go to that supermarket? <laughs> I was on my way to the supermarket. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah that's understandable. Christopher Nolan, uh, yeah. the director. Uh, a real Tom's director. If, mm-hmm. if you, Well, look, he's... <sighs> you, you were like, nah, I don't know. But, like... There are so many movies that he has directed. I would say he's not necessarily one of my favorite directors, but he's uh, a director that I'm usually always interested in what what he's got cooking. He's not one of your favorite directors? He did three of his movies, Tom, were about the (laughs) Batman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's one of my favorite directors. He was, I think he invented Batman uh, in the movie Batman no, he Begins. Didn't, he didn't invent Batman, Tim. Then who? Then why did he make he took the a, first saw, movie about Batman? He saw Batman? a drawing about him, and then he uh, said, I'm going to make that a movie. Okay. So he made the first movie about Batman, Batman Begins. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then he made, uh, well, here. But that was not his first movie. Here, let's, let's, let's take a step back. Okay. Christopher Nolan. I don't think they can hear me as well back here. I think it'll be fine, Tom. So Christopher Nolan. Just a little bit of audio humor. Uh, That's what what we trade in, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan. He uh, directs Prestige He directed The Prestige. No, no, no. But like, uh, are all his movies like supposed to be like... Uh, in the upper echelon of like film, in like well, I think they're you... crowd pleasers. But mm-hmm. all right, here's here's how, here's the knock on Christopher Would Nolan. Would you stop saying things and then not letting me say something? Going well, let me change. Everything. Perhaps you'd prefer if I cleared my throat while you tried to talk, Tom. Yeah, well, it'd be better than I mean, just excuse me while I get your... some pepper. Uh, okay, tell me about what uh, you think about Christopher. Nolan. I was gonna. Uh-huh. 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 Achoo! Just kidding. It was a, it was a, like a sneezing joke. Hey, Tim, a Hollywood insider. Tell me, tell me what do you think about Chris Nolan? Yeah, well, when, uh, when I'm on the onset with Chris, <laughs> tell me what do you think about Chrissy Nolan? Um, he. Tell me what you think about Chrissy from Go- Growing Pains. <sighs> yeah. Worst actress. Um, yeah, she seemed. Yeah, I mean, uh, in that crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. They, uh, well, I know you're not talking about Alan Thick, right? He's... <laughs> uh, or what's her name? Joan. What was her name? The yeah, wife? exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was great. She was actually my favorite character, the mom. Yeah. On Growing Pains. Uh, there was Jason Seaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was her name? I can only even remember her character's yeah. name. Man, as long as we got each other, huh? <laughs> uh, um. Christopher what you, Nolan. Uh, what were you prattling on about? Christopher Nolan. He he has a strange career, or not strange, unique well, career. D- all right. In that, spit it out, Tom. I gave you the I gave you the floor, and now you're just uh, yeah. He makes a lot of tripping pre- over your he words. He makes prestige movies, but they're super high budget prestige movies. Right, but like many are. What do you mean many are? Like prestige movies, right? They they give them a budget and they're like, buy all these period costumes. Yeah, I guess. But he does a lot. Like a lot of his money goes into... Uh, it seems, practical effects. Uh, practical effects and also shooting on 70 millimeter IMAX. Yeah, and Batmobiles. And Batmobiles, yeah. Like making a practical bat motorcycle that only one person can figure out how to drive. Yeah. But he doesn't have to figure it. He learns. 
He learns, but it, and it's know. Christopher Nolan himself doing all the bad <laughs> no, stunts. In but it goes movies. like eighty miles an hour. A it's lot of awesome. people don't know that. Like, uh, whenever you think it's Christian Bale in The Dark Knight, mm. uh, that's Christopher Nolan in the suit. Man, if I were a director, I would insist on like, it, there are no directors that do their own stunts. Well, but there should be directors are very rarely called upon to do any kind of stunts. <laughs> well, but I'm saying, like, if I. What if there was like a real big director and it was like, uh, the one thing is like, you know, some directors like a Spielberg, he demands final cut. This director, he demands to do all the stunts in the movie. Can <laughs> I ask you a question? Uh-huh. How come Tom Cruise has never tried to direct a movie? Because that's a guy who insists on doing the stunts. Yeah. So why doesn't he direct the movie? Then he could do the stunts too. And then you'd uh, check off all the boxes on your wish list. Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm always surprised that Tom Cruise, like, yeah, he produces a bunch of stuff, but that he's never uh, uh, tried his hand at directing. Yeah, all he does is order around his uh, his slaves that Scientology gives him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's good at directing. He them. directs them. He's like, arrange all the flowers. Nicole Kidman's coming today. Yeah, I mean, back now when this they is were something that you're referencing from 30 years ago. <laughs> yes. Okay, just making sure. Uh, but Christopher Nolan uh, would never do such a thing because he's British. He kind of isn't. He's American and Wait, British. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, tell me more. I think in he... the words of Greece. <laughs> tell me more. Uh, I forget which way it was, but I think it was that he was born in America but grew up in England. Oh. But it might be the other. It might be that he was. You but, know what I say to Chris uh, to Chris Nolan? What? Love it or leave it, pal. Yeah. Well, his brother uh, that his brother writes a lot of the movies. Yeah, Jeff Nolan. <laughs> not Jeff Nolan. What? I forget what his name. I think is. it's Jeff. But it's not Jeff. Pretty sure. Let me just uh, look it up. It's Jeff Nolan. But it is a weird thing whenever you watch any like the behind the scene things. You know, they'll be talking to Christopher Nolan, and it'll be like. Well, when I approached Batman, I needed to uh, come at it a certain way. And then they cut to his brother and he's like, yeah, when me and my brother make Batman, we uh," (laughs) like his brother doesn't have an English accent. He's like, hey, uh, Jeff. uh, uh, (laughs) Jeff, who's your mind? Uh, What um, is it, Chris? What do you want? (laughs) uh, uh, His his dad, he was born in London, Tom, Mm -hmm. and his mom was an American. She was a flight attendant. I guess we we're not call so... these days flight attendants. Yes. I guess uh, we're not so different. We, me and you both have American moms. Wow. That's why if you and I uh, ever get into a fight to the death, mm-hmm. we'll be, I'll, I'll be like, just tell my American mom <laughs> that I love her. And you'll be like, why'd you say that? Your mom's American too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that's how we'll bond. That's how we won't kill each other. <laughs> that's how we'll finally bond. Now that was the worst Christopher Nolan movie. That was I not saw. a Christopher Batman Nolan. Superman, Did you Dawn actually watch that movie? No. Why would I watch oh, Dawn of Justice? I don't Justice? know. You you were quoting it. Everybody knows what happens <laughs> at the climax of the of Batman v Superman: uh, Dawn I of hope. Justice. Well, they certainly do now. They teach it in schools, Tom. <laughs> wow, wow. That's why they named it like a Supreme Court case: <laughs> Batman v Superman. Yeah. Um, Christopher Nolan did not. He, I, I think he was probably still like an executive producer yeah, on those movies because so. he invented Batman in the 2005 movie Batman yeah. Begins. Well, he has a story credit for Man of Steel. 
Now that's not Batman, Tom. I hate to correct no, you. No, but on it's this. in. The, I know. It's in, I hate to make you feel like an asshole here, but you you look like an asshole. It's in the universe, the cinematic yeah, universe. It's all in the universe, Tom. We are all made of stars. <sighs> Moby said that. Uh, why don't you open up a the Moby record once in a while? <laughs> Tim, I open up a Moby record every morning when I get up. Put it on. Yeah, I I, uh, I listen to play. Uh, yeah, start it's got to all finish the, before it's got I all get all the a, good commercial songs. Yeah, I'm just like ah, now I'm ready to go buy an Audi. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, let's start at the beginning of old Chrissy Chrissy, Chrissy Noel Noel's yeah. uh, 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 filmography, and all right, you're gonna be like, what about following? Because yeah. I'm not going to say following first. Well, why don't you so just the say first following movie, first? The first what? movie no. is Memento. No, let's Wait, talk what? about following. Have you seen uh, following? As predicted, Tom, what about, well, what about following what Reynolds? What about his over actual here? first movie? Yeah, you'd say, I know you're going to say uh, accurately, what about his first movie? <sighs> what, all right, Have you ever seen following? No, I haven't seen it's following. It's fantastic. It's really good. Now, what's it about? First off, I think it's 78 minutes long. That's why I thought it was like a student film or something. Yeah. And it's like, I don't watch student films. I don't got time to watch people learning how to do things. Yeah. Call uh, me when you've learned how to do something and made something worth watching. He wasn't a student, but it was, uh, I, I'm pretty sure, like uh, self-finance. It was like a uh, nights and weekends type uh I want to see something that was made in a, uh, between the hours of 9 to 5 on a weekday. I think he was a working filmmaker at the time, but he was doing like corporate videos and stuff. Mm, for uh, for Wayne, Wayne Enterprises. Nice. Uh, they all soundtracked by Moby's Play? No, they were soundtracked by Hans Zimmer. Mm. Anyway, following's like very the, good. Okay. Following What's it about? It's about a man following you don't another even man. Know. No, I saw it, but it was a while ago. It's about like a man who's like, I'm gonna just kind of like, I think he's bored. Maybe he got fired or something. He's like, I'm just gonna follow oh, it's a, a guy. Movie about a bored man. <laughs> he's like, I'm just gonna follow a guy around uh, just to like, see That's what happens. Deep. It's a movie about a bored man. And then he's <laughs> and turned I'm me poor. into <laughs> what? Uh, he's transported me into the mind of his main character, a bored man. Uh, uh, so it, it's uh, the story of a young man who follows strangers around the streets yeah, of London. Like I said, is drawn into a criminal underworld. Yeah, where he fails to keep his distance. Yeah. So there's crime in it, Tom. Yeah, that doesn't sound boring at all. I didn't say it was boring. You did. It's black and white, which I'm sure you think is boring, but I find quite interesting. Oh, the 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 film stuff. The film is black and white. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I just want to see some colors. It's a good movie. It's on Netflix or, or Prime Video or something. Uh, that's where I saw it. Yeah. It's good. Well, and like I said, short. You Maybe like black 81 and white, but uh, shades of gray, Tom, <laughs> wherever I go. The more I find out, the less that I know. The next movie he did was Memento. That uh, was his, his. Yeah, you're correct. His breakout movie. That was a big a big hit. Now I'll tell you, it had uh Guy Pierce. Yeah. It had a goatee man in it. Yes. The the guy from the Matrix. Who's the guy from the Matrix? The goatee guy. He was from the Matrix. What did he do in the Matrix? He was the guy in um, the Um stop right there. I've never seen the Matrix. <laughs> You've never seen the Matrix? <laughs> I saw half of the Matrix. He's the guy in the Matrix who's like uh who's a uh, uh, Benedict Arnold, a traitor. 
To who? The machines or the yeah, men? Yeah, to the machine. Well, he's a traitor to the men. To Are the you machines. rooting for the machines in the movie? Tom? No, you're not rooting for it. No, no, I'm no, saying you. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Occasionally, I was rooting for the machines. You know what? Here's the thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. Singularity comes. Yeah. I think you and I have to cut our ties. <laughs> because I'm going to go I with the robots. I think you're sympathetic to the machines. Uh, you have so many machines in your home. I'm looking at a 3D <laughs> printer. I'm looking at a circular thing that I don't understand. That's a Dyson fan. You got uh, computers that run so so loud and hard that like it's always oh, 100 I'm degrees. Sorry. Oh, I guess we should just keep the computers quiet, huh? Oh, I guess they've got nothing worthwhile uh, to say. We should just shut them up. Let, let let it be let it be known, mm-hmm. uh, humanity. Tom Reynolds is not your friend. Robo vacuum, come! <laughs> I'm summoning <laughs> you. <laughs> Suck this man <laughs> up. Um, Memento. Yes. Uh, I saw it. I didn't pay enough attention to it, and I didn't see what the big deal was about it. You loved Memento. Do you rem- you remember my review at the time? Uh, what was it? No, I'm asking. You said uh, you said I loved it. I don't really remember. I remember you talking about it a lot and and uh, being very excited about. Maybe it. I was just talking about a regular amount, and you just didn't understand it. You you couldn't follow it. Was there a twist at the end? Uh, yeah. Can because, we spoil like, it? Because for a little while, he he almost got pigeonholed as like. Uh, you know, an M. Night Shyamalan esque, yeah. like, oh, he's always got a twist at the end. Uh, they're like kind of, but there were twists through. It was a twisty movie. Like, yeah. the whole movie was twist. That was. It's because you're learning things as you go on. All right, here's the knock on Nolan the Nolan knock. The old Nolan knock. It's me, Christopher Nolan. I'm knocking. Hey, uh, Chris, uh, get out of here. It's me, Jeff Nolan, and I'm uh, trying to talk to my friends Tim and Tom here. Hey, we're trying to make a movie over here. Uh, the Nolan knock, that mm-hmm. he makes movies that make dumb people feel like they're smart people. Uh, no, I don't think so. That it's like uh, he structures things to be like ingenious enough mm-hmm. that like people... Uh, but like leaves enough to the imagination that people like have to connect. Like he doesn't spell everything out all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's more on. Uh, Who's a moron? <laughs> that's more on the viewer. Uh, the viewers are morons, Tom. Uh, no, the old I... Nolan Knox rears its ugly head. No, I think to to criticize something as like, oh, this makes you know, uh, dumb people feel smart. That's not. You know what I think the knock is that he makes lowbrow movies, but he dresses them up so that people think they're highbrow. Oh, yeah, I could see that. But I can I see that definitely more like in it, the midst of Batman mania, where yeah. like people were arguing like after the Dark Knight, uh, they're like, "No, that movie's really smart." Yeah, I don't think like, nah, I don't think it's that he's like dressing up a dumb thing to seem like it's smart. I think he's just kind of like straddling a line, like he's making. Movies that like have smart elements to them, but are still crowd pleasers and like still trying to make something that uh, you know an average Joe could follow. Yeah, average Joes are morons, according to Tom Reynolds. <laughs> no, according to you. 
I, I never said the words. I never said the words, morons. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, Memento was good. It was in black and white, and it was in color, and the man tattooed himself with information. Information about himself. Uh, Guy Pierce. Guy pierced his skin with a tattoo's needle and ink. And then he looked in the mirror, and the probably the first tattoo, he's like, ah, fuck, it's backwards. But then the rest, he tattooed backwards because he knew. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Chrissy Noel Knowles was critically acclaimed for the film, uh, uh, what was the first one? <laughs> Memento. His first film, <laughs> Memento. It his first. Uh, people love the innovative tattoo techniques that uh It's not what they emerged. liked about it. Uh, and so the, the, the studio bigwig said, hey, we'll give you our biggest star, mm-hmm. Al Pacino. hoo The hoo man himself. Yeah. And he'll star in a movie for you. And Chrissy Knowles said, uh... Sure thing. Yeah. And then uh, and Al Pacino said- Meet the Parents. Starring... No, no. That was Bobby De Niro. Uh, he made Meet the Fockers. No, he made Insomnia, which was Al Pacino going, I can't sleep. It's all his light all the time. I can't sleep in this place. The sun. What? 24 hours of, of daylight. It's too much. It's too much daylight. Well, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Well, people can't see at home how wide my yeah, eyes are Yeah, your eyes got <laughs> alarmingly wide. Um, Insomnia, a movie with uh, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, as a villain, which is, he's not, re- again, spoilers. That's how he got his nickname, Robin Villains. <laughs> Villains. Uh, a little bit of a spoiler, because I don't think Robin Williams shows up to like the third act. Um, he's, yeah, he's in it for, like, not even that long. Yeah, yeah. But, like, as soon as they introduce him, it's like, hey, there's the guy that did it. Yeah. But, like, And they're like, I know that guy. It's Robin Williams. Yeah, Mork. Yeah. Mork is here. Mork from Mork. 
Mork from Ork killed a lady. Yeah. Killed a girl. Nanu, Nanu. Yeah. But, uh, Nanu, I didn't. Nanu, I didn't know. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's always a good pun when you have to immediately <laughs> explain. It's bright all the time in this place. Uh, that movie was. Uh, I, I really liked that movie. That was a very good movie. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm surprised there aren't more movies. I know there are like a few. But about like places on Earth where it's you know twenty four hours of sunlight and daylight. I think if you because go to the same thing, Scandinavian yeah, countries, they have a bunch. Like, and it's not even like an <laughs> integral like, plot point. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I guess this movie takes place in the summer because yeah, you we, never we, see we, nighttime. <laughs> yeah, well, we couldn't yeah. make any nighttime scenes because there aren't any. Yeah, because it, it was cr- it's so weird to me to think about. Like, uh, you know, there's a part in that movie where he's out at like three or four o'clock, like, you know, leaves a bar and, you know, it's bright sunlight and, and the streets are desolate. But they don't put too fine a point on it. Like, no, it's no, not yeah. like they're constantly like, man, can you believe it's uh, still light out? Like, it just becomes a thing that like. He slowly. can't believe it, but he, everybody but else. He can, like, well, he's he can not, believe it. He's not. He's, he's not. He, but he's not playing it crazy. What is this witchcraft? He's just like going crazy. Like he, every yeah. time he steps outside, he's not like, "Holy shit, it's light out!" Yeah. I thought my watch said three in the morning. Uh, it must be wrong. Yeah. Uh, but he's just like, oh, "Yeah, right." This and like, it just makes him go crazy. And it's a man going crazier and crazier. I like that movie. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's a good actor. It's a, a guy who's good at playing crazy, going crazy. Yeah. What more could he want? He's also a detective in it. So th- there you go. He is. He's a Columbo type. It's like, yeah. what if Columbo had two working eyes <laughs> and went crazy in the sunlight? Yeah. Insomnia. Yeah. That's, that's the plot. That about sums it up. Yeah. He wears a big trench coat like... Columbo. Yeah. Well, like any, you know, detective worth his salt. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Orbach. Mm-hmm. It's the only other Sherlock detective. Holmes. Does he wear an over- overcoat? Uh, the new Sherlock does. Both new Sherlocks do. There's All three new Sherlocks do. There's a lady Sherlock, right? I don't think so. Or Come Lady on. Watson. There's a Lady Watson. There's Joan Watson. Joan Watson. Yeah. See, his, uh, the character's name is John Watson, but this time they made a lady, so it's Joan well, Watson. Well, why can't a woman be named John? <laughs> I don't know. That's a smash through that glass yeah. ceiling. Uh, if anybody uh, is expecting a child, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be uh, a female, a, mm-hmm. a, a lady child. Name her John Watson. Name her John. It doesn't even need to be Watson. No, it should be John Watson. Yeah, about, I mean, otherwise uh, people aren't going to get the point. John McLean. <laughs> uh, and it's like, oh, this, and then uh, like, the wow, baby would really be hard it to kill. Yeah. <sighs> I guess if you really want it to be hard to kill, you can name it Steven Seagal. But mm-hmm. uh, Insomnia but, was a good movie. Yes. But then after that, the studio said, you know what? We've seen enough. We We trust you. Yeah, make some nonsense for idiots. Really hit him over the head with no. it. No, then he made Batman Begins. The first Batman, they said, we invented this character named Batman. We're looking to but introduce we don't know him how, in a movie. How does he begin? Yeah, and he's like, leave it to me. Uh, 
you do your uh, leave it to me and my brother. We'll we'll sort it yeah, out. Yeah, I'll for fucking you. sort that shit out. I'll, uh, I'll I'll put it on the page. I'll open up uh, I'll open up uh, Microsoft uh, uh, Word. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, please. <laughs> Look, uh, scene one, act one. Uh, uh, Batman uh, enters. Uh, hey, I'm beginning. Uh, now give me a fucking pastrami sandwich. Uh, you'll have to excuse my brother. He grew up in the states. Hey, Jeff Nolan. Uh, good to meet you. And uh, he doesn't quite have the. Uh, the, the temperament for this uh, particular occupation. Wow. Uh, from what I understand, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan is frequently befuddled by his, his brother Jeff, <laughs> yeah. who co-writes his movies for him. And, and Christopher Nolan grew up all over England, so his accent changes yeah, I mean, that's, wildly, yeah. depending on... And sometimes Jeff is like, oh, is he from Chicago? Is he from New York? Is he from like Long Island specifically? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah, the traveling Nolan brothers, they yeah. were all over the place. Yeah. You can't place their accents. Tom, mm-hmm. you loved this Batman movie. Oh, the Batman Begins? Yeah. Batman, like, I don't know if... I, I'm pretty sure I do like it more than The Dark Knight. I like, The Dark Knight's great, but Batman Begins is really something We'll get else. to The Dark Knight, but here's my we'll review get to it of next. The Dark Knight. It's the Knight. next movie. P.U. What a stinker. <laughs> We're not talking about not The Not to give too much uh, away about my... but. Boy, howdy, what a bad film that is. Um, just kidding. So it's Batman fine. Begins, uh, uh, you know, that was kind of Warner Brothers saying, like, you know what? We know Bat- We know people love Batman, but, boy, they didn't like these past couple of Batman yeah. we made. And uh, this was back when Hollywood thought, well, if people don't like something like the way we did something, we should sit on it for a little while. Yeah, a decade. Yeah, before we try it again. Nowadays. Chris Nolan was like, no, let me do it now. Yeah. I'll cast a boy as Batman. No, no, no. This was, you know, a few years later. Uh, well, he cast Christian Bale, which was like a, a fan favorite for Batman. Yeah, because everybody's like, uh, get us the boy from Newsies. All no, the nerds was... were like, oh, I want to see that newspaper singing boy. No, everybody said, get me that American psycho. That yeah. American psychopath. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it. Isn't that what Batman is, really? No, it is. I mean, Batman is, you know, a crazy person. You have to get... Murdering ladies, doing drugs. Murdering ladies. I don't know. Didn't he kill Vicky Vale? No, he didn't kill Vicky Vale. Uh, Didn't he kill Catwoman, though? That's why Michael Keaton was a good Batman, too, because he can play crazy. And, like, if you're going to try and make a grounded Batman, then you have to address that, like... Well, if the whole reality is grounded, then the person doing this is out of their fucking mind. Uh, if you had a gun put to your head, mm-hmm. and they no, said, Batman would save me. No, in real life, Tom. I but said you're out it's in grounded. La La Land. Okay. Holly Weird. Mm-hmm. And they said, here, uh, we got to remake Beetlejuice. Yeah. You got to cast Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick? Michael Keaton. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Smart I mean, move. he already knows all yeah. the lines. Yeah, exactly, and they'd use the same script. Yeah, of course, it's reboot. When they reboot movies, why don't they just use the same script? They did that with liked? Psycho, that yeah. Gus Van Sant Psycho reboot. Yeah, and that's what made Vince Va- Vaughn the uh, beloved household name. <laughs> yeah, yes, well, they used the same script, but then they put a parenthetical in one place that just said, Vince Vaughn masturbates. Yeah. Derailed the whole project. <laughs> 
Uh, derail more that than That wasn't the actually in the script. <laughs> yeah. That's happening most of the time Vince Vaughn is on screen that you don't see the lower half of his body. Yeah, well, that's what makes him so money, baby. He, but here's the thing. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, so after Batman Begins was not The Dark Knight. It was The Prestige. Yeah, no, you idiot. It yeah. was a book uh, that uh, Chris Nolan was like, oh, I'm a bookish wonk. And, uh, <laughs> bookish wonk. <laughs> Right, yeah. uh, and he's like, uh, "I'm gonna make this." Uh, I never saw the movie The Prestige, but you read the book. The movie I enjoyed is the book. so good. I mean, it has uh, David Bowie as yeah uh, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, and he's great as uh, as Nikola Tex- Te- Te- Tesla. Whatever, uh, he's a textbook Tesla. Yeah. And then you've got... Uh, now kids would be like, what, did he play an electric car in a movie? <laughs> right? Yeah. Kids, they don't know about... They and didn't they, grow up uh, with a Tesla like we did. Right. It's a hero <laughs> of electricity. Uh, and you've got uh, Alfred teaching Batman how to do magic tricks. Yeah. And then Wolverine comes. And then Wolverine comes. He's like, maybe, maybe I'll teach Wolverine how to do a few magic tricks as well. And then what does Wolverine say? Teach me how to do magic no, tricks. No, isn't he Australian? <laughs> Teach me how to do magic tricks, mate. Uh, well, oh, all right. Oh, yeah, I'll put the crocodile on the hair. I don't think we're going to be able to stop the letters from, from <laughs> coming in this week, Tom. Uh, the Prestige is such a good movie. Like, yeah. Uh, the book is good. I don't know, Tom. I I like to read books. <laughs> well, interesting. I read that book in anticipation of the movie. Uh-huh. And I just never bothered seeing the movie. I was like, man, what a great story that was. You know what? Well, I guess I got it. It's a great movie, but then it's also one of those great uh, movies that like, when it's on TV, no matter where it is, you're like, oh, cool. I'll watch this for yeah. a little bit. Uh, it is a very fun movie. And uh, it's interesting because that was the beginning of Christopher Nolan being like, uh, well, I already know all these actors. Why am I going to? find other actors yeah. i'll just use the actors i know all the time you know it's a bad movie what? uh when you're watching tv what uh you know i was flipping through the channels and they had that uh movie that uh the train pulling into the station <laughs> scared the shit out of me did you run out of the theater i ran out of my living room oh yeah, yeah. Balls in your yeah you thought the, the train was crap <laughs> what is it's what's coming going right on? at us yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, at least that movie, uh, uh, if I remember, it's very short. It's maybe 20 seconds long. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, you don't come across it that often when you're flipping through. But when you do, boy, howdy. All uh, right. So then he made The Dark Knight. Yeah, starring Keith Ledger as uh, the Riddler. <laughs> uh, and he got, he got the whole gang back. He said, you know what? Oh, no, 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 no. What? No, you didn't get the whole gang back. Who didn't he get back? Uh, oh, a yeah. certain somebody was like, uh, I'm going to need you here uh, with the servants uh, yeah. not having a bigger career than me. Yeah, Katie Holmes did not come back. Yeah, Maggie. She was under house arrest. Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Uh, are you a Gyllenhaal man? What are you, nuts? I, Gyllenhaal. I was at a party with her not that long ago at the New York Ballet. Wow, Tom. Yeah. Now, how's she doing? How's Mags doing? Uh, Did you speak to her? 
It sounded like you you know her pretty well. Well, you know, there really wasn't a lot of time. I, I get it. I understand. Uh, she was coming in. I was leaving. I had places to be. Nodded, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Exchange of pleasantries. Um, yeah, that was actually, yeah, that was the case. Everybody else came back, even uh, uh, Silly Murphy. Yeah, the, the silly man. The, the, the scarecrow. Even though the scarecrow is not really in that movie, he said, you know what? I'm around. I'll come back. Uh. The thing I love, my favorite thing about Chris is that he's a loyal man. He is a loyal he man. He likes you, he'll find a role for you, and he'll bring unless, you back. Unless your husband says no. Yeah. Well, there's in which case, he'll respect yeah. it. If your husband and David Miscavige say, <laughs> look, you have to stay he in will, this room. Yeah, he will push the look issue. Look at a wall. Yeah, he will be a real yeah. jerk about it. He'll be like, you know what? I don't understand it, but I respect it. Can you imagine getting a call like as a starlet right now, and mm-hmm. they're just like, "Hi, we're trying to arrange dates for uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise." Tom Cruise, yeah. Like you'd be like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna do it." Like it worked out. Like I feel like uh, the Dark Knight broke that whole thing because it's like, no, if I get successful, they'll just yeah. make me stop doing things. Yeah, it must be weird too for like uh, like I, I don't think uh, Christopher Nolan ever talked about it, but. At some point, uh, the call must have come into him of uh, she can't do it. Oh, she's not available. She she took another project at, at the same time. Uh, no, no. Uh, don't ask any more questions, please. Yeah, I just everybody's in on it, Tom. I, I've, Who is? I've said this. You know what? I've said this a million times. But the craziest thing I ever read in a newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're going to say. Katie Holmes was running the New York City Marathon, and there was like a puff piece about it. Which, and there were also conspiracy theories that like she did not actually run the whole thing. Ran the whole thing. Why not? Read some of these conspiracy theories. I'm not going to delve into that world. But, uh,. But uh, the the article was like, as soon as she was crossing the finish line, she saw Tom Cruise, and her face lit up, and she proclaimed, "Here I am, baby. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours." And then no, she and, didn't. and jumped into his arms. Yeah, no, I think about that every day. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> Why did they print that in a newspaper? Like it was a fact that all of us would believe. Like she quoted half the fucking uh, chorus of a yeah. Stevie Wonder song and then jumped into it. She was probably tired after running twenty six. Yeah, miles. she's probably like, "Hey, oh, cool. Oh, good to see you." Yeah. Cool. yeah. No, like, don't, don't touch me. Think, Everything hurts. Yeah, don't you think Tom Cruise would be the one to be like, "Hey, congratulations, great job." Yeah. Well, he was he was on the sideline with uh, sunglasses, chewing gum, going, ha, "Great, ha, ha, ha. all right." Ha. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset—hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All righty then. After the Dark Knight, Inception. Ace Ventura, when nature no, calls. Inception, Tim. You and I saw Inception in the movie theater together, Tom. I saw Inception twice in the movie theater. We saw it. Once. Opening weekend? Maybe. And we went to a party. We did. Um, and there was a staircase that led to a backyard. 
What? I don't remember whose party it was. <laughs> Maybe it, it was, was full a of dream. people we didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. I know who. I know how we were invited, but like okay. nobody's gonna know this name. Uh, but uh, but uh, you and I were just like, oh, we don't know anybody here. Why do we come here? And we had like brought beers with us, mm-hmm. so we just sat and talked about Inception in the corner for like. Three or four hours, and then we're like, oh, it looks like this party's <laughs> breaking up, so we left. Uh-huh, yeah, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I remember the movie. <laughs> it was a very good movie. I like that movie a lot. I I think people shit on it nowadays, and they shouldn't. Here's they what I didn't like about the movie, and I don't want to be a negative Nancy. Um, I didn't like how long that movie was. You, uh, yeah, of course. I didn't like that for some reason... It seemed like they were wrapping everything up, mm-hmm. and then there was a snowmobile chase that lasted 35 oh, minutes, yeah. and I couldn't tell who were the good guys and who were the bad guys. Um, I forget if it was the first time or the second time I saw that movie, but I uh, fell asleep during the snowmobile chase and then started oh. having dreams based on that, the maybe sounds. that was the point of it. Much, much like the, uh, his first film, The Boring Man, <laughs> The Bored Man, that yes. made the viewer bored. <laughs> right. Maybe that was designed to put you to sleep to incept some crazy things Honestly, in your Honestly, like, I kept falling asleep. Like, it's not like I fell asleep once during it. I kept falling asleep for, like, 30 seconds at a time during it. Wow. And it was making me crazy. Like, I, I honestly, uh, no joke, I did like lose the line between like am i awake or am i asleep well that's then, pretty great actually it, no it was awesome because yeah. then i'm like falling asleep but i'm still hearing uh, maybe it was the second time so like i already knew what was happening and now i'm hearing the sounds but then like in my dream i'm somewhere else it was very confusing do you think he doesn't like leo Never yeah, brought Leo he never back. Brought he brought back. JGL back in his very next film, The Dark Knight Rises, which I reg- regrettably did not see. And uh, Tom Hardy, he brought back from yeah. uh, from Tanya that. Harding was in that movie. No, Tom Hardy. Rehabilitated Hardy murder. Tom. Oh, um, Hardy Tom. Oh, Mad Maxwell himself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, The Dark Knight Rises, a uh, motion picture that originally I was slated to be in. Yeah, uh, uh, it's been announced in all the schemes. The go- the oh the Google Corporation God. really screwed you on that one, huh? Oh man, I I always forget why I'm a big man. Sometimes I think it's all for the Amazon rewards, but then I remember that it's from the time Google screwed me harder than anyone's ever screwed anyone in, in the world. And what did they do to you? They marked. Uh, a callback, not a callback, even like a, a, a you got the part. So I auditioned. Now you were gonna play Robin. No, I was gonna play a Gotham City police officer, presumably. What was your character's name? Commissioner James Gordon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, Junior Commissioner James Gordon Junior. James Gordon Junior. Um, JGJ. Deputy Commissioner James Gordon Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I I went to a huge you know cattle call for uh, Gotham City police officers and Bane's army, but they couldn't even say Bane's army because like, they hadn't even said Bane was actually in the movie right. yet. Um, and yeah, I made the cut. So, and the email telling me I made the cut, uh, Google thought it was spam. They thought it, it belonged in a spam folder. Sad. So what did you do? Stop using Gmail? 
No, I couldn't stop. I called the casting company and cried. <laughs> I, I had my mom call the casting company. Um, uh, like, mom, just sleep with Christopher Nolan. <laughs> no, I called the casting company. I was like, come on, like you cast me, like I th- this. Come on, t- you idiots! No, I, at one point I was like. Uh, I was like, my dad's well, a lawyer. <laughs> no, I think at one point I was like, well, maybe I should speak to someone else because, like, I think you guys should be worried that the emails you send go to spam. <laughs> like, I was trying to make yeah, it all like, I mean, like hey, look, I'm a it's not even yeah. about me. Yeah. Like, I I could really care less. I'm just trying to look it's out the for next you guys. guy. Yeah. So anyway, I was not in the motion picture, and the email I saw the email, and it was all like, yeah, come here, we'll fit you for this costume. And then, uh, would you have been able to take the costume home? No, but I, I was planning on running away with it. Well, maybe they <laughs> did you tell them that oh, when you were who, trying to get what? Maybe Google knew and put it in my spam folder. Yeah, maybe Google knew your intentions because they know our next move. They know like, our moves five steps ahead. It was though. very decent pay, too, because they were going to pay me for the uh fitting session. And then also the uh, fight choreography practice. Like, it was like a multi day thing. And I was like fully prepared to abandon the like thousand dollars they were going to pay me total to, you know, take the costume home. Wow. Well, yeah. they probably would have like, no, we're not going to do that. Because <laughs> we know you'll sell it on eBay for like $10,000. I would never sell it on eBay, Tim. I'd wear it all You'd the time. You'd be wearing it right now. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, uh, do I need to remind you you're uh, in the presence of a law enforcement yeah, official? Gotham City uh. detective. Um, was that movie good? People said it wasn't. Uh, it no, didn't live up to it, the hype. It had it had some really good uh, parts to it, but it was it was like a very. I mean, it was obvious. Like he said, you know, he'd never planned on making a third one, and it was like when you watch it, you're like, oh, I can see that because this is like a half baked idea. Yeah. Well. Look, I'm not here to tear the man down. He makes good movies, I guess. <laughs> After that was Interstellar. Yeah, which... a third of his in. Uh, trilogy. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm surprised Dunkirk wasn't called Inkirk. Yeah. To you know really. Inkirk Cameron's brain. <laughs> well, that's a movie I'd like to see. Yeah, it's called uh, Left Behind. You you can see it. There's, there's a million of them. Uh, Interstellar, starring Matthew McConaughey and uh, Zero Dark Thirty as the lady. Yeah. And uh, another uh, person. How did no, you feel I think about that? Was it? Those are low people. Uh, oh yeah, Anne Hathaway from yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, um, and the Princess Diaries. And <laughs> I know she's from other things. And no, Tom, the Intern, starring yeah. Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. Right, great film. If you're ever on a plane, mm-hmm. I recommend the Intern. Uh, Is that a Chris Nolan joint? No, it's not a Chris Nolan Spike joint. Lee? <laughs> so Spike Lee? Interstellar. Spike Lee movie? Interstellar. It takes place in Brooklyn. It might be. Same thing as... Uh, are we boring you, Tom? Yeah, I feel like I'm watching Following right now. Uh, Interstellar, same thing as Dark Knight Rises. Like, has a lot of good parts and really good ideas. Is way too long and kind of muddled at certain points where you're like, wait a minute, uh-huh? Like where parts of it are taking things so seriously and obviously had so much research done into like how X would work, but then they'll be like, oh, and then this part, a ghost is here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree wholeheartedly. Like 
uh, I would like a shot. Mm-hmm. Not no knock to anybody. I'd like a shot at editing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Send me doing? the dailies, Chris. Well, uh, you'll have to use the finished. You know, maybe some deleted scenes you'll get. Uh, well, no, maybe I can get the dailies. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you seem to have a, a line to him. He's cast you That's in a movie true. in the past. I never did reply to that email. It came direct from Christopher Nolan. Wow. Christopher Nolan at gmail.com. Wow. Um, yeah, I wonder if he knows that Gmail has these problems. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'll email him. I'll ask. Yeah, but um, I think I can make a 90-minute cut that might not make sense yeah but but, but it uh, might be like hey really... every scene is fucking killer yeah huh. uh and once again he got uh alfred alfred's back in that movie i sent i sent my daughter to space to find a kill for my disease and i couldn't find it um my favorite part of interstellar is when they go down to the planet where time is affected differently and then they come back up and the guy's been in the spaceship yeah, waiting cool. for years the, yeah there's a lot of cool ideas that i was like make that the whole yeah. movie <laughs> yeah like that's an insane thing yeah. to think about but like it just felt like uh three or four different movies back to back and it's yeah. like come on man like i i gotta pee all the time and that brings us to Dunkirk, which yeah, we, we saw. we buried the lead, man. We saw an advanced screening. Yeah, man. Of a Chrissy Chrissy Noel Noel movie. Yeah. Oh, on the and the first movie that he shot entirely in IMAX in, yeah. in 70 were millimeters. You, were you happy with the place that we saw it at? I was disappointed that the screen wasn't gigantic. Yeah. But I definitely noticed, especially like... Uh, as I was watching it, I realized that I haven't seen anything that hasn't been digitally projected in a while now. Because you saw the little uh, things in the corner. The cigarette the, burns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to change the reels. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the, the, the cue to me. But, like, I, a few movies I've seen recently digitally projected, like, as the movie starts... As it goes on, you know, you're not paying as much uh, attention. But when the movie starts, I'm like, oh, I can see the pixels. Like, I yeah. can see. Is there, like, a thing? You know how, like, when you buy a TV, especially mm-hmm. nowadays, like, the Ultra HD or whatever? Yeah. And the 4K. settings are on to, like, make everything, like, look weird. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is, like, change the settings and, like, <laughs> everything actually looks great. Yeah. Do you think those projectors come to those uh, theaters where, like, they just don't give a shit. They're just like, Ooh, we got to sell more Sour Patch Kids. Like, or we uh, let's start selling hot dogs. No. And they're like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, whatever projector, take it out of the box, uh, put the friggin' thing in, and 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 like, I, do you think there's a way to make those projectors look better? I think that they're actually like, I think the movie theater has uh, almost zero control over those digital projectors. Like, they're all satellite linked. Like the movies are on there encrypted. It has to like talk to a satellite to get space. Yeah. Wow. To get the like encryption key to actually play the movie. Like if somebody tries that, because I'm, I, can we hack into that? No, I'm always projected on a, you know, for, for, you know, projected on a building for the masses, man. (laughs) No, I'm always shocked because I thought for sure, like, Oh, once all this shit goes digital, like, People are going to pirate movies like crazy and they're going to be perfect digital copies. The like mechanisms on that, because it's not a consumer product, so they don't have to, you know, like a lot of the digital rights management on stuff we buy 
they have to strike a balance of like, well, if this is too much of a pain in the ass, people people are, won't use people it. People won't, won't use buy it. it. Yeah. yeah. But with the movie theaters, they don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So there's like all kinds of where like if you try to like open any part of this thing, the entire thing shuts down and it costs the movie theater like ten thousand dollars to get a technician back out to reactivate mm, it and recertify it. That's the job it. I want. The I don't ten- think they got Timmy, the ten thousand dollar technician. Uh what do you think of Dunkirk? I thought it was great. Like uh It was short. It was like it was like it was short but fucking intense. Yeah, like, like as soon as it ended, you were like, "Thank God that movie was only like an hour and a half." Yeah. No, um, I mean it's literally uh, it's one long action sequence. Like, it it is the third act of a six hour long movie. Yeah, um, that, that and they it's just great. Cut it's it's out the, the first two. No, acts. it's the third act of three different movies that are playing like yeah. kind of concurrently. With like some crossover appearances between them, yeah, like every once and they're in a all while. about the same subject, but like they're all on different timelines. It's actually like when I was watching it, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's cool," but then when you think about it, like it's kind of ingeniously like constructed. Oh, absolutely! It made this dumb guy feel smart. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it's actually kind of ingeniously done. Um, but it was. Yeah, no, it, it's actually a movie that I'm excited to see again yeah. to kind of take in like exactly how certain things were uh, accomplished. Uh, because he he messes, you know, like he does in a lot of his movies. You know, not as much as like Memento, but he messes with the timeline. There's a lot of tattooing in this movie. (laughs) He messes with the timeline a little bit in certain parts where you're like, hey, wait a minute. That character, like he was on a boat. How come he's back on the beach now? And you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is like a mini flashback, but not really. Because the story has been going on the whole time. Yeah. It's just, and they tell you, I don't don't say too much, but Catwoman's in it in the climax. (laughs) It's great. No, there's there's no women in it. She says it's perfect. (laughs) There's no women in it, Tim. But Uh, but you got yeah Bane, yeah the Scarecrow, you have the BFG. Yeah, I'm. Do you think that guy? So was Mark Rylance? Yeah. Do you think that was uh, supposed to be for Alfred? Alfred is played by Michael Caine. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because Mark Rylance is having a moment, Tom. He won, yeah. He's an Oscar winner, for Christ's yeah. sakes. Um, and he's the new, like, Spielberg guy. He's been in, like, the last four yeah, or five years. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg didn't make this movie. Wait, who are we talking about? <laughs> Chrissy Nolan. Chrissy Nolan Knowles? Yeah. He, Jeff's brother? Jeff's brother made this movie. Uh, uh, that just struck me as, like, oh, this was written for Michael Caine. Yeah. This was for him to be like, all right, we'll get the boat. We'll go find the boys. We'll yeah. bring them back to I think to he was England. too old. I think he was supposed yeah. to be like not a very old man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that actually yeah. is kind of what I thought, where it's like, no, nah, it's supposed to be like a guy that you're not supposed like, to be could like, have a teenage he, son. Uh, yeah. Could have a teenage son and that you aren't like, oh, he shouldn't he shouldn't take a boat across the English Channel. He, he might uh he might have trouble. Yeah, this is a man that <laughs> wandered onto this boat and his family is very concerned. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right, and that's Dunkirk. Yeah. I liked it. And now we're done talking about it. We're two done Kirk. jerks. Uh, it was a very good movie. I I strongly recommend it. And while well, we were talking a little bit uh, off mic, uh, but it, it's very interesting that it's uh, PG thirteen. There's like no blood or gore in it. But 
but it shouldn't be. It, oh, if it's I was so the intense, father of like, a thirteen-year-old, yeah. I'd be like, "Wait, because I don't want you to have anxiety disorder for the rest of your <laughs> entire life." Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not kid friendly. It's not like toned down at all. But it's w- tone loke. When I was reading the interview with uh, with him about it, he was basically saying like, "No, I want this whole thing to just be like constantly ratcheting yeah. tension and blood and guts is like a different reaction. So that's why I purposely it wasn't." Like, oh, I want to make war seem clean. It's just like, no, nah, I wanted this no, to be it like still a, seemed fun. It was like that this aspect is like a of different, war where it's a different like, type yeah. of horror. Yeah. Uh, where a lot of almost drownings and a lot oh, of drownings. Boy, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, on that note. And a lot of like, oh, these guys are like fishing a barrel right now. Yeah. A lot of helplessness. Okay. That's how I feel. All the time. If you like the show, you can uh, check out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me on the things at your pal Tim. You can email us at complete guide everything at gmail.com. And you can uh, support the show by supporting our sponsors. Also, by going to tcgt.com slash Amazon, where you get uh, you know Christopher Nolan movies if you want and anything else they've got. And doesn't cost you anything extra. Yeah, but buy we, the Dark Knight box set. But we for all we, I care. we get helped out. Uh, well, don't because it's coming out in 4K. So uh, they're remastering it. Four kilobytes. Four kilobytes. We're gonna get it down to four kilobytes because it's what your father and your mother would have wanted, Mister Wayne. Uh, uh, Patreon. Patreon. tcgt.com slash pledge where you can get uh, a bunch of fun stuff. And everybody just got a data dump of the uh, yeah. the fast food Fridays. So it's we're like all a, caught like up, a WikiLeaks, baby. Like a like a WikiLeaks dump. Binge binge those apps. Binge them, baby. And uh, we're coming to we're coming to England just like uh, the Dunkirk. Yeah. Except, like, under better <laughs> circumstances, I hope. Right. Uh, and you can find that at tcgt.com slash tour. Yeah, that's uh, September 16th, 17th, something like that. I think so. And, uh, and we're looking into getting other dates. Yeah. yeah. In other cities, not in London. Not, and not, you know, just dates with women. Tom, I'm engaged to be married. <laughs> I'll be a married man when I go over there. Oh yeah. No, I, I can't. Uh, I can't have uh, lunch with any of uh, anybody in London. Yeah. Mother wouldn't like that. <laughs> you're, you're already, I can't even do that. You're as already a calling joke. your fiance uh, mother. <laughs> a, hey, it's like we're already married. I'm already calling her mother. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom, uh, real quick, what's your favorite Christopher Nolan movie? Ooh, it's a good question. It might be Batman Begins. If it's not Batman Begins, then it's Inception. It might be Inception overall, actually. Um, uh, thanks for asking. Mine is, uh, I think, a tie. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast.